Ken Show with Ken Kidney. Good morning, good evening, good night, and welcome to a brand new edition of The Weekend Show. You'll be relieved to know that I am joined, as always, by my longing co-host, Garrett. Say hello, Gar. Aren't we all longing? We're all longing longing for something, Gar. I, was, I said lugging there. I don't know what lugging is. Lo- well, lugging is holding something heavy, I suppose. No, I, I think I said lunging, like I, like your lungs. So breathing? We're all breathing. If we don't breathe, we die. So like, is that a really stupid way of saying breathing? Yes. Lunging. Let's make that a teen hipster thing. That's a weird word. Lunging is hard to say. Lunging. It's because it's not a word. Coming up on the show this week, we talk our favorite Disney songs. We relive snippets of the best stories of the week in Who Knew's Best. And a little later in the show, Netflix is back to guide you in perfecting the art of procrastination. The segment's called Netflix again. Did I say Netflix? You said it again. They've, they've incepted me, Gar. Yeah. What's the point in our witty wordplay if you never get it right? Um... Perhaps they'll, if we keep saying their name, they'll give us money for plugging them. We do plug Netflix quite a lot on Netflix. Lord knows they need the plug, Gar. Yeah, because they need that money. They don't know. Th- uh, who knows if they'll survive without our, our, our frequent, frequent plugging, Gar. Yeah, Netflix will go under. What? We're, we're, we're vital. The, the weekend show bump. I think I mentioned the weekend show bump on podcast today at some stage this week. Yeah. It's a real thing. It's a real thing. We are influencers and tastemakers. You like that? You notice me nudging a podcast today plug in there? Nothing Damn it. Just sneaking it under the radar. <laughs> that will never happen again. It's going to happen again in about five minutes. Gareth has his own podcast called Podcast Today. You should listen to it if you hate liking things. If you hate like what? That, are you just trying to confuse people? I'm very tired. <laughs> I've, it's a long day and uh, at work and at work. Yes. Yes. Words. Yes. Words are hard today because um, when you're a manager of of 30 new hires i feel like you should have it like a sustained pause after when you're a manager as if like you're you're pointing at yourself i'm pointing at myself right now loyal listeners uh when you're a manager of 13 new hires it's basically basically it's like babysitting all day Mm. i think of myself as a bit like like a little fire blanket just putting out fires all day and you're not like old or mature enough to be babysitting anything (laughs) no i'm really not i'm like uh actually during the week i I was acutely aware of that because um, it's kind of a new project and uh, there's about 100 people on it now uh, like new people it's like a training project and um, all the other managers and support staff went home and I, I realised I was like wait a second I'm here on my own and I'm responsible for like 30 people what happens if something goes wrong too much power it's not even power people will look at me to go what do we do and I'll be like I don't know and I'll just run away and I ran I ran so far away. You know you're tired when you sing. If anyone was listening, you just drove them away with your singing. I think I actually brought in more listeners, Gar. Sure. So, you know, loads of awesome stuff in store. Moving on from my singing because you're just making me feel bad now. Naturally. But before we get things started, Gar, how was your week? Not bad. I'm, and it's a monument of the weekend because at one stage I was around four, four, three, four years behind. But I am officially caught up on podcasts. Three or four years? Three or four years. I was on Planet Money in particular. I was way behind. How do you listen? Like, how long did it take you to listen to four years of podcasts? It work. It helps because my commute to work is 90 minutes long. That makes sense. Going back and forth is a combined three hours long, which is around nine episodes of Planet Money per working day. So, you know, you get you get through them. That's interesting. I'm very productive at getting through podcasts again. Except when I'm not, and I leave them pile up for like four years worth. As you know, I'm also an avid podcast listener. Um, before I came, became a manager. Did you know I'm a manager? Did you know that? Did yes. I mention that before? You did. Uh, I used to be on live chat, which is great because you don't have to be on phones. It's I work in customer service, like half the world. Uh, but uh, uh, like I didn't have to like be on call, so I could actually just listen to podcasts all day while I'm chatting away to people with my fingers. That sounds a bit dirty, but anyway. Yeah. Uh, and then I was like, I'm a manager now. Like people ask me questions all the time, so I can't ignore them by putting headphones on because it looks really bad <laughs> as much as I want to. If you get like invisible headphones, those are kind of a thing, you know, very subtle headphones. I remember like TNA used to have their, the announced team used to have kind of like very subtle invisible headphones. And it's like, they're barely even wearing headphones. You should get some of them. Yes. If you know where I can find some invisible headphones, let me know on Twitter at TWSKK. 
But uh, my point is... Also, if you've invented invisibility, please come on the show and talk about it. Yes. Uh, I, my dream is to have an invisibility cloak from Harry Potter. Expelliarmus. But, um, yeah, like I was like, but like, I actually have a longer wa- walk to work now. It's about, it's about 40, 45 minutes, so I have time to do my casts again, so I'm quite happy. Casts is a cool way of saying podcasts. From here to Super Value? Yeah. That's not 45 minutes, is it? About 40 minutes. I said 30-ish. Yeah, that's if you're, if you're like, breaking your ass, but, like, yeah. who cares? I spent the whole day wandering around Blarney Castle today again. Yeah. If you're interested, it's going to be in, uh, a podcast today episode tomorrow. Probably tomorrow. Probably tomorrow. More can, than likely tomorrow. If Gar can be bothered to edit it. Yeah. Which uh, um, we were a little late getting on the road recording this show. So the the odds are, are, are diminishing by the, the moment. They're ever out of my favor. It's a lovely, lovely place. It I could have spent place. all day there. What did you learn? Did you learn a lot about Blarney Castle? You'll only find out tomorrow on the weekend show, Ken. Weekend show? This is the weekend oh, show. Oh, damn it. I'm podcast today. The tease. I ruined my own tease. You tried to plug your show, but you just plugged the show that we're doing right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Either you do anything this weekend? No, mostly worked. I went to uh, a pub quiz for the Ooh. first time, uh, called the Sober Lane Quiz. It's with brother Ed. With our brother Ed, yes, because uh, he loves the quiz and he literally badgered me for weeks until mm-hmm. I went to it. Um, the place I actually really like the place. I don't know why I keep saying no because it's two things I love: it's quizzes and food, and I actually do really nice food and quizzes. So it's like a nice evening. You just go and have a bit of a meal and then do the quiz. The quiz is completely free. Um. You just show up and they give you the quiz. It's like one of the, it's not it's one of those silent quizzes where you just kind of fill it out and they bring around the sheets for rounds. Yeah, they give you free jellies, giant, it's free sweets. Ooh, and uh, I suppose yeah. they make their money on food and drink, don't they? Yeah, exactly. The idea is they get people in the door. Get, get people in the door, get bums and seats. But and if you win, you get like a, a pitcher of beer or or drink or whatever. That's for the girlfriend because I don't touch the stuff, as you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, you get a free pizza as well. So that's that's really not bad. Uh, the Brother Ed was giving out about you. Why? You were overruling him on certain answers and then getting them wrong. But we won. But he still gave out about it. <laughs> I, 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 When he was giving out, I was like, oh, so you lost? And he's like, no, we won. It's like, what's your problem then? <laughs> exactly. And other rounds, I, I saved his ass. So take that, Ed. But uh, one of the pizzas they had, and I I, I never, like, if, if so, like years ago when I was a child, a, a closed-minded child, if someone had proposed this pizza to me, I would have been like, no, I'm not eating that in a million years. It sounds disgusting. It's uh, black pudding. And apples with onion. I don't like black pudding or onion, so I'd hate it. And and like I like black pudding. It's kind of that salty kind of uh, sausagey te- sausagey taste, but it's kind of a, a grainier texture. But uh, like apples, like I like peppers, and it's kind of essentially the same thing, except a bit sweeter. But, like you wouldn't put, like fruit on a pizza. I'm like usually I'm just like that's an abomination. It is especially pineapple. Definitely. But uh, this works. So if you ever have a chance to eat uh, a black pudding. Which is blood. I know it's blood, guys, but get over it because it's tasty. Uh, apple and uh, onion p- uh, pizza. Just give it a try because it's it's glorious. You probably vomit. One thing I also wanted to mention very quickly is my beloved Liverpool FC have made it to a European final for the first time in uh, over 10 years. Against the kings of the Europa League, Ken. Yeah. Sevilla. Going for three in a row? Three in a row, like four and five years or something like They're that. They're a weird team who are way too good for the Europa League. But not nearly good enough for the Champions League. I don't know. I think I think we can take them. Yeah, they're not great. On the road to the final, Liverpool knocked out Dortmund and Man United. I mean, it's, and, and Villarreal were mediocre, sh- and you made hard work of it <laughs> in the first leg. Yeah, yeah, we 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 did a good job three 0 in the second leg to progress the ball. But it's a it's the golden ticket to the Champions League, Gareth. So it's it's a big big deal. Sheffield United can't make the playoffs now, can so who cares about football anymore? Oh, yeah, Leicester City won the league. That's Leicester the thing that City happened. won the Premier League. Like, the biggest zero-to-hero story, we talked about it in our one of our recent news stories, has come to fruition. They, from finishing 14th last season, threatened with relegation for much of the season, they are the champions. We'll talk more about that when we do a full Premier League review episode. I'm terrified, because when we do that episode, I'm going to go back and listen to our predictions, because we predicted who would win the league, who would make top four, and who would be relegated. I'm terrified that we both probably predicted Leicester to be relegated. I, I'm not even going to say I'm terrified. I'm nearly certain we both said Leicester yeah, City. But we'll but see. Who who would have predicted that, Gareth? Yeah, no who one did. would have predicted that's the glory of football and, and the wonder of sport? But uh, let's forget about all that. It's time for our weekly rundown of the most interesting pop culture stories of the week in... Who News Best? You want to kick us off, Gareth? Yeah. We mentioned the Power Rangers film before. And I remember we had one rule. If their suits were okay with it. 
Yeah. At least we're more okay with it than if there isn't suits. If they're broody teens with powers, I'm going to boycott. Not boycott. Actually, no. Not boycott the film. I'm going to show up and I'm going to set it on fire. Fair enough. There's lots of set the film on fire. There's lots of copies of it, though. Yeah. Are, are you are you are you quashing my? You're trash? just gonna burn the local cinemas version. No, I'm gonna go around the world and go bankrupt, burning every copy of it. As devoted nerds, though, there is a suit, Ken, and we're going to analyze it in annoying detail. Yes, Entertainment Weekly released uh, a pic today. Was it today? Uh, it was yesterday. Yesterday of the new suit. So if you're interested, you can check it out there to 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 look while you listen. Um, they're they're quite similar to the original suits, I would say. They they are very much based on the kind of film suits as opposed to the TV show suits, which I like because they're, the 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 they're quite quite fancy. My problem with them is they're kind of too mechanical looking. Yeah, one of the notes I made here was they're very closely fashioned after Iron Man. Yeah, they are, and you can't blame them. Even they even have like a little light on the chest, like Iron Man has, but like you can't really blame them because that's what resonates with people these days i guess i do like you can see power rangers in them though yeah at least one there thing, is that one thing i'm not really clear about is whether they're actually going with the classic dinosaur uh dinosaur design concept because the red ranger looks like he has the kind of the t-rex helmet but the rest of them you can't really tell i'm sure like this is a kind of grainy photo i'm sure you can make it out clearer i like the blue one the blue one looks cool the blue one does look cool it's a cool shade of blue black one isn't doing much for me that's actually that's another thing they're bright i like that yeah they're not like they're not like muted red and muted pink well the pink is kind of muted but that's just the pink See, the rest of them look pink like... is more purpley looking isn't it yeah but the rest of them look like they're they're power rangers the black one just kind of looks like some kind of cyborg yeah the black one doesn't look great i think yeah. the black one could use a little white in there in the costume just to you know make it pop yeah but we should note these are concept designs so we don't know whether this is going to be the final. Well, they're filming deal. now, aren't they? Well, they are filming, but like uh, we don't know what what if, what they filmed. And and one of my one of my uh, fears with these is that they're going to be solely CG or nearly all CG, so they don't need to have a finalized quite yet. They released a photo of uh, Rita Repulsa. Do you see that? Played by Elizabeth Banks. She looks. People that were like, she looks kind of like the Green Ranger, except weirder. Yeah, people were kind of losing their shit, and not in a good way. People are like, "What the f is that?" Like, you're always going to have that backlash when you have, like, an iconic character like Rita uh, and people have a very specific view of what she should look like. And then they come up with that. But it looks kind of like a praying mantis, I guess. Yeah, it's kind of like an insect vibe going there. Yeah, I don't hate it, but, like, I will reserve judgment to the film itself. Uh, another thing, Gareth, there's an absent, uh, absence of a sixth ranger. There, there's no, for there's, now. There's only five of them. Like, do you, the question is, Gareth, do you, do, you, do you go for that in the first film or do you hold it back for the sequel? Sequel. I, I hold the introduction of the sixth verse equal. Also, Ken, boobs. Yes, boobs. Women have, the women have boobs. The female rangers have boobs. If you remember the classic series, they were all basically um, humanoids, apparently, because they all the women had like completely flat chests. For all we know, they could have been like boy, uh, uh, women, womanish boys in those costumes. For all we know, because like you know, Asian boys are all tiny, know, tiny. I was a giant in Japan. I loved that. That was quite fun. Above average height. It's the only place I've ever been in from average height. Now I know what Gauzira feels like. <laughs> Racist. Um, there is no power coins, Gary, which was kind of disappointing. Well, not on the suits themselves. No. But uh, I, I do like me the power coins. In fact, I was very tempted to spend more money than I should on a, on a replicas. Not the toy replicas that you can get from the 90s, but like like a really good replica of the Morpher. You can. I was looking at this the other day on the topic of replicas and suits. You can get like a decent Spider-Man suit for like $800. And I was like, if I had that money, I would. But then you'd get it and you'd put it on and you realize that you're of average build and physique and you just, just look terrible. It doesn't work at all. Exactly. Yeah. Our next story, Ken. Iconic characters being recast. Han Solo is back, Gar. Mm -hmm. uh, but not from the dead. So sorry, nerds. Yeah, he was killed. He was killed. Is it cool to say he was killed now? Surely it is. Yeah, it's been too long. And, uh, oh, sorry. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> hey. But uh, the rumored solo spinoff, get it? Do you get it, Gar? Han, it means Han two solo. things, it's and it's solo. also it's, solo it's film. by himself. Very good, Ken. It's brilliant. That, sure, you're, sure, you're proud of that's yourself. Brilliant scripting. I I literally wrote that minutes before we recorded. So it's just it's just the genius spills from my brain. But really, it was an hour before we recorded. By the time we got the whole bloody thing set up, wasn't it? You're welcome. Yeah. But uh, long story short, the spinoff has its leading man, mm -hmm. Alden. Ehr okay, I, I'm gonna watch this. Alden Ehrenreich. Sounds about right. 
uh, will play Han Solo in Disney's standalone Star Wars movie, confirming uh, what Deadline reportedly uh, exclusively uh, revealed about three weeks ago. Yeah, I've never heard of him. Actually, I did. I, I think I saw him on like a YouTube video once. Yeah. And that's the extent of which I've been exposed to Dear Alden. Alden was in Hail Caesar, the, the Coen Brothers uh, comedy. You've seen that. Recently. Was he good? He was good in it. I, I actually, I, probably he was my favorite character in it. So I do recommend that. That's sneaky Netflix for you. Uh, if you get a chance to, it's probably coming out on DVD in the next few weeks uh, or on demand. But uh, yeah, he seems to be the kind of very much the new kind of flavor of the month, young Hollywood actor. So I'm not really surprised. Um, he's the new like Miles Teller. Yeah, it's not a done deal yet, though. Apparently he's still negotiating to seal the deal, but it's all but done, according to deadline and other sources so you just said it's not done but it is done <laughs> all but done Gil. all but done um according to some uh theorists the the film will cover uh the early events in han solo's life that took place prior to his appearance in 1977 star wars but uh no story details have really been revealed uh before disney the purchased lucasfilm in 2012 the Star Wars Expanded Universe line of books and comics uh, featured several no- uh, novels on, on Han Solo's background and his uh, his his uh, roguish past. Yeah, it's big boots to fill, but yeah. I think digging into his pre-Millennium Falcon days, or even if it's early, early Millennium Falcon early days, Falcon with, days some, yeah. with some Chewie in there, I'm into that. Baby Chewie, wouldn't that be so cute? Solid Chewie. What if he finds Chewie as a baby and he raised him? That's why they're together. Oh my God, Gar. I, I couldn't even take the adorbsness of that. Are they lovers? I think they were. He was way too upset when she died. Yeah. And then like, not even not even Princess Leia was that upset. He was more like, yeah, he, he was very much guilted, uh, jilted lover when he died. Yeah. Exactly. You know, no, we, don't, we, don't, we don't know what's going on. But uh, the Expanded Universe, interestingly though, officially decanonized... Uh, the the previous stories are the, the the you know the background stories in 2014 well the the expanded universe was kind of abandoned wasn't it yeah but elements for from it have snuck into the new star wars universe so there are there is a chance that uh you know the stuff will see the light of day again uh it's set to be directed by philip lord and christopher miller who i'm sure you know ken did the lego movie they did do the lego movie uh, which is like probably the one of the surprise hits of the last decade. I thought it was going to be amazing, and then it was. So suck at people who are like cynical. It's like, oh, it's only an ad for Lego. But every, yeah, that's what everyone talks like. How good can a movie about Lego be? It can be amazing. That's what your answer is. But these guys literally have struck gold from it because like these guys are so in demand now. Like they're they're they've been attached to like everything at this stage now. They're, like they're, like they're directing Rogue One. They'll be directing this. Best of luck, Alden. Best I'm sure time. I won't hate him as much as I dislike that new Doctor Who companion. Yeah. I haven't gotten over yet. What's her name alone? I don't remember her name either. Bill. <laughs> Bill, yes. I hate Bill, by the way. I don't hate whoever what's her name was. Miller, by the way, commemorated this week's May the 4th festivities, which is the annual uh, Star Wars Appreciation Day, by tweeting out the first official image from production, Solo's iconic blaster. So if you want to check that out, you can... Uh, Check out Christopher Miller's Twitter. And yeah, Disney are going to lead Star Wars for everything it's worth. Duh. It's the all over that story. Moving on to our final story. All men have a snake in their pants. Great. Garrett wrote this. I just want you to know Garrett wrote this. <laughs> this is absolute <laughs> filth. <laughs> but this man took that a literal, little, too little. You put two littles, Garrett. You just can't. Do- I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try again. Sorry. There's I'm sorry. There's flow to it, Ken. This man took that a little too literally. See? It works. <laughs> yeah, that's because you don't know words. Gary, your scripting is so powerful. You don't understand my genius, Ken. Naturally, if you ever ask me to pick news stories, I'm always going to pick a weird animal story. <laughs> of course, Gary does this news stories. It's always a weird animal story. He's into, into that kind of stuff. Who doesn't love weird animal stories? A Florida man named Travis Tredor or Tredor. Treader. Treading ground now, Ken. And dangerous oh, ground. Got, he actually got named and shamed. I didn't expect to see that. <laughs> yeah, he did. Um, went into Animal House Pet Center in St. Augustine, Florida, and he tried to steal a snake. Not only did he try to steal a snake, and he didn't like pick it up and try and walk out of the shop. He shoved the snake down his pants. Uh, you can see this on YouTube. <laughs> oh, yeah. There, there's full video of him shoving the snake down his pants. Then people realize he's stealing it. So they lock the doors and tackle him to the ground. While you can kind of see the snake wriggling. Yeah. And you're like, that's very dangerous. 
It's not dangerous, but like the snake, there's a good chance the snake might get hurt. But or the snake might bite his dick off. <laughs> That's a thing that could happen, Ken. If you stick a snake it's down a, your pants, the snake thinks it's like a rival snake. He's <laughs> yeah. like, "What are you doing here? Huh? He's dragging us what are you to doing death. here." Uh, that's pretty good. There's not much more we need to say about that. We just wanted to say that guy. We just want to make dick jokes, basically. Yeah, yeah a guy. A guy shoved a snake down his pants. Could have gotten his dick by bitten off. Probably like puncture holes in his dick now, so he can't actually have children. He, he ejaculates out of multiple holes now. <laughs> I wonder Dude. if that'd be more pleasurable. Dude, did you have to go there? I did. But uh, yeah. <laughs> I try to steal a. That's what happens when you try to steal a baby python. Apparently. Yeah. By shoving it in your pants. Couldn't have just walked out with it. Put it up his sleeve. Yeah. Brought a bag with you. Why would you put it up your sleeve? Like, I don't want to put it on my body. No, snakes are scary. Anyone, I've had a snake around my neck, so I, I shouldn't say this, but anyone that puts snakes around their necks is dumb. Yeah. The stupid thing to do. It wants to eat you at all times. It's like, well, I'll never jump out of a plane. While I know, for a fact, only seven out of every one million people die, I'm not going to take the chance. No freaking way. But uh, only in America, Gar. Indeed. Only in America. And particularly Florida. <laughs> Anything goes in Florida. Yeah. <laughs> that troubling tale wraps up our stories, no pun intended, for another week. We trust that we will in- uncover more interesting tales in time for next week's episode. I used tales twice there. Damn it. See? See? If I scripted that, it would our, scripting, our scripting is subpar this week. We're so sorry, listeners. You deserve better. Stop listening right now. Go on. Well, you deserve okay. better than Ken. Fair. Sorry. Podcast <laughs> today is garbage. Hot garbage. Garbage. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, we'll have new, more stories in time for next week, I'm sure. Unless we don't do it next week. I don't think we're doing it next week. We're not, so you're lying. I lied, yeah. Good next, catching that. Yeah, next <laughs> week Next week we're actually not doing news stories, so forget what I just said. Next picks. I said... He, he just about corrected there, didn't that's you? That's what happened. I, I went to get to say Netflix again, then stopped, and then it, was, then it sounded really weird. But uh, Netflix is rapidly approaching. Just enough time for a quick break before your weekly entertainment fix. Stay tuned. You're listening to The Weekend Show Podcast with Ken Kidney. Download a new episode every Saturday at soundcloud.com slash TWSKK or find us on iTunes. Now it's time for Netflix. You're listening to The Weekend Show. It's time again for our favorite segment, Netflix. Is that mm. it right that time, Gar? Nailed it. Your one-stop shop for all the pop culture treats currently hiding on the internet. So, Gar, enlighten us. What's your first pick for our listeners this week? I've been doing a, a processing rewatch project where I've been rewatching every TNA world title match in the history of TNA. Glutton for punishment. Yeah, some of them are just dreadful. There's like, for every like, good match, you get about two mediocre ones and one bad one that tends to be how tna world title matches went and so watching some of the good ones i'm like there's there's so many good stuff that came out of tna you know tna they didn't fulfill basically any of their potential ever and they've made lots of mistakes but there's lots of good stuff that's come out of tna so it's like more people should watch that good stuff so my netflix today is tna's youtube channel which at week to week would have eclipsed some impact. But they've uploaded a lot of like their best stuff. So if you want Styles Down as Joe or Triple X AMW or Angle against Samoa Joe or lots of other Kurt Angle or Radio Styles matches, basically. Or Samoa Joe. Or Joe. A lot of them are on TNA's YouTube channel. So just go watch them. Or you can watch NXT. Haha, <laughs> get it. Because they're all there. Yeah. Or Ring of Honor with the, the guns and freaking Bad Influence and Jay Lethal. Ring of Honor and NXT are basically TNA nostalgia promotions now. <laughs> promotions uh, <laughs> like leeching on nostalgia from a, a project that you say never fulfilled its potential yeah from a company that never broke two million viewers i think ever something I, I think i think the january 4th show did at one stage when hogan debuted yeah they they, they really stacked the deck that day though well yeah rick flair jeff hardy and hulk hogan debuted in the same hour yeah and they did like a world title change or a big world title match angle styles great match. i actually watched that match yesterday yeah. As it happens, that match is awesome. That match is also on their YouTube channel. Go watch it because it's amazing. So yeah, TNA's YouTube. Go watch their best matches. Great. This week, Gar, I uh, my first pick is um, you may remember my last Netflix was also uh, was a PPS documentary on Robin Williams. How much are they paying you? I uh, yeah. This week it's another PPS documentary. So you basically just get home and watch whatever PBS have put out. PBS do if it's one thing they do very well, Gar. It's documentaries. They they're like. Public television always does that stuff well, and th- this uh, is no different. They have a series called American Experience, where they kind of profile important kind of American 
cultural and historical icons. And uh, one in particular I saw uh, was one on Walt Disney, which feeds into our main topic this week. Yeah, synergy. Yeah, and uh, well, the, the main topic isn't synergy. That the 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 connection is synergy. Exactly. As 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 you may know, if you're a listener of this podcast, and I've mentioned several times, Walt Disney is one of my uh, idols and heroes. So like, I like I I'm really attracted to anything that kind of profiles his life. In fact, I recently dis- recently discovered uh, a movie on Netflix, which is like like a kind of a biopic of his life before Disney. So I'm going to watch that and I, it may be a future Netflix. So is, watch it, is it a PBS documentary? No, it's not. Okay. It's a Disney movie. Fair enough. A Disney movie is about it Saving Disney. Mr. Banks? No. Which is great, by the way. Another sneaky Netflix. It's my Netflix. Sorry. But it's a two-parter. Um, It's on PBS's website. So if you're lucky enough to live in the US, you will be able to see it for free. But, uh, <laughs> Proxies. Uh, but if uh, you don't, you can catch it on DVD as well. And it's worth owning because like, like, it's really nice to look at not only a, a pop culture icon, but a period of America that, that, that was just kind of a nicer time. Or maybe in hindsight, it looks like a nicer time, a simpler time. But, you know, uh, the second part really focuses on him building Disneyland and how crazy he was, like working all hours, like like having people work through the night. Like they had literally, there was literally still painting and and like putting the finishing touches on main street uh usa wet, like the day before the park opened and like everybody, everybody thought he was nuts and he was just gonna go bankrupt by building this big theme park but uh what knew best as he always did and now there's five of them yeah and not uh, five walt disney's five five theme parks no only one walt disney who sadly passed away uh has he frozen himself that's uh, a vicious rumor apparently okay it's not uh it's not referenced in the documentary was he a nazi uh debatable okay uh he at least had certain strong views on uh uh certain ethnicities and minorities right so you know that kind of came out in some of his work as well yeah but uh yeah but no he like like he very much joined the war though did a lot of anti-nazi propaganda so maybe he protest too much exactly he's trying to deflect from himself but um, if you're ever in Sa- uh, Fran- San Francisco, by the way, there there's a museum in the Presidio, which is a, is a national park, and it's called the Walt Disney Family Family Museum. It's actually run by his uh, his living family, and it's actually like uh, basically a chronological walk through his life and work. It's a really cool thing. So this is the documentary version of that, and I I highly recommend it if you're a fan of Disney and you're you're interested in his life and his works. But that's uh. American Experience Walt Disney available on the PBS website or on DVD if you can grab it. I'm recommending the Smurfs. That's my second Netflix. Highbrow. Yeah, very highbrow. It's on Netflix. Um, It's a film where the Smurfs get lost in New York and have to make their way home as Gargamel chases them. Played by Hank Azaria. Indeed. Uh, in a live action role as well, not mm-hmm. a, a CG role. As a voice cast of like Katy Perry, Anthony Elshin, at an early stage John Oliver again. So clearly that's what broke, uh, what made his career playing. I think it was Vanity Smurf. Last week tonight, it's all about the Smurfs. Yeah. I'd like John Oliver before he, he became a thing. So suck it, everybody. Prove it. I, I'll go find tweets where I tweet about how much I like him. I used to, you, I used to know you about talking about how I like John Oliver. And I used to do that thing where I pretended that he was a, like a no talent hack. Yeah. And that really bothered you. And then he became super famous. And then you're like, God damn it. So who was right in the end, Ken? He was on an episode of Gravity Falls. And he was great in Community. And he's really good in The Daily Show. And now he has his own awesome show, which is, I think I've recommended last week tonight in this show. Yeah. That was on Netflix at one stage. And he was in The Smurfs. The Smurfs 2 isn't very good. We went to see it in the cinema. And like, usually kids films are, are quite affable. And you know, not a bad way to pass an hour and a half. But... I genuinely regretted going to see that film. It does have Brendan Fraser being turned into a duck. Not Brendan Fraser. Brendan Gleeson. Brendan yeah. Fraser something entirely different. Being turned into a duck. As you do. Yeah. But the I, first Smurfs film is actually kind of good I like fun. how Brendan Gleeson is just like, I'm a serious actor, but sometimes you just got to get paid. <laughs> yeah. You'll take uh, doing via voiceovers for a duck for a Smurfs film. Because, yeah. eh, I'm sure your kids are like that. But Donald Gleeson's grown. Does he have other kids? Um... He has another kid who's a, an adult actor as well. I wonder how Americans pronounce Donald. I've, I like every time uh, an actor with a, uh, an Irish name gets famous in America, there's always like those videos on YouTube or on talk shows of, of you know, them. Dovinal? Yeah, exactly. Doing like a bit on like, pronouncing their names. Saoirse Ronan is in the same boat. So I imagine it's, it's something like Dom Hall? <laughs> yeah. 
he's Dom not, Hall. He's not in the Smurfs, though. He's not. His dad is, and he's doing a great job. And it has Neil Patrick Harris as well. NPH. Who is infinitely a straight guy, yeah. which is like his wheelhouse, apparently. And with your one from Glee. Jamer Mays, that's her name, isn't it? Yeah, I don't care for her. I don't mind her. She was right in Glee. Yeah, yeah the Smurfs. The first one's pretty good. That's great why it's a Netflix. Great, great endorsement here. <laughs> I actually I watched it after I didn't sleep for the night at like six in the morning. And I'm like, yeah, this is fun. Second one's not fun, though. They're rebooting it next year. They're rebooting a kid's franchise. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're rebooting the Smurfs. I think they're, they're going full animated this time, though. Okay. Rather than sense. animated live action. That makes sense. Hmm. I'll, I'll, I'll buy into that. Uh, my last pick this week are, um, you know, often we do websites, so or, 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 uh, I should say, like, you know, audio content, video content, mostly YouTube and Netflix. So I wanted to uh, recommend a service that I really like. Broaden the horizons. Broaden horizons. But uh, recently I got in, into my head, since I'm uh, middle management now, that I should get business cards. It's like the fourth time you mentioned your management. What? Did I did I mention that previously in the podcast? <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't really remember. Ken but, Ken is just like I'm getting some business cards because I'm a big deal. Is the weekend show on the business card? Uh, it is. Yes, yes. it's uh, it's podcast today. <laughs> no, it's not because it's hot garbage. You're a producer. You're you you get producer credits on podcast today. Do I? I never mentioned it, but technically you do. Okay, I own the network. Yes, you do. I'm a Vince McMahon. Damn it. But uh, I wanted to mention the the people the fine people at Mooprint are, uh, are on Moo.com. Moo. Who uh, who uh, made my lovely business cards? Are they cows? The, the cows. A cow stared me down today. By the way. Jared, can we talk? Sorry. Can we park, can we park that for a moment? It's entirely. This is a detail. I'll, I'll let you do your story at the end. Is that all right? Yeah, uh, you need to move on. But um, I got uh business cards, and basically you can design your own. So. I use a template, so now they mine look like like playing cards, and I actually paid ten euros extra just to get rounded edges, so they look exactly like playing cards. You like you get the normal setup, so it's like the sharp edges, but it's like like ten euros extra, but it looks like a playing card. <laughs> but like, and I also <laughs> shelled out for this like like the, there's like the normal thickness uh, uh, business card. Mine are like triple thickness. They're like it's like that really suits you down to the ground then. Triply thick. That's mean. Guys. It is. <laughs> but uh, like there's a there's a white layer, and then there's an inner seam of red, and then there's another white layer. So it's like uh, uh, like like under that really kind of nice textury paper. So like these are like like these these are ones that Patrick Bateman would be uh jealous of. So you're a serial killer. I'm a serial killer of the la- the lady. Damn it! I couldn't even get it out. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> but um. They do like like they don't just do business cards. They do uh, kind of like postcards, uh, flyers, posters, kind of uh, stickers. So like if you're if you're trying to promote your event or promote yourself or 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 you want you need something to promote you know some initiative at work, it's it's a really good website. Uh, the prices are are quite reasonable. Like you know I, for it was about forty euro for fifty of them. Like but these are like top quality like you know luxury cards. So like. That might seem like a lot, like but a euro, less than just less than a euro card. It seems like a lot, but uh, I really think you get what you pay for. And like, for wait, me, a euro a card? Yeah, that seems very expensive. It is expensive, card, but it really projects a, a, an air of of uh, affluence and and success that I'm trying to go for. So uh, that's moo.com. If you want, uh, get yourself some business cards, or you have any printing needs, they they do good work and they have really nice products. Uh, it came this. It came today, and like it, it's it's like in a nice, really nice textured paper box, and I, I, I like it's like a cardboard box, and like I can't think that they put them in that every time because it seems like overkill because it seems like really expensive packaging just to put like your cards in like, and it's wrapped in a ribbon, and sealed with a with a kind of a a rubber stamp, but it, it's made to look like one of those wax seals, so it's like really fancy and like unnecessary, and, and you're this. I'm just like. This looks really great, but like, like it seems kind of wasteful every time I get business cards. I'm gonna get one of these really fancy boxes yeah. to put them in. But I guess like after you already got a very fancy box to put them in yourself. I guess I also got a silver case to put them in. Uh, I shouldn't have a credit card. Ken feels himself. Ken's a big deal now. You see, I'm a big deal. I carry on business cards. And I go, call me, call me, call me. Anyway, girl, um, I that's my plug for my business cards because I'm excited about them. Um, if you follow me on Twitter, I'll probably put them up. 
uh, via Instagram. So check that out uh, at Ken Kidney. And Garrett, now you can tell your cow story. Cow stared me down. I was recording the outro to what will be tomorrow's podcast today. And I, I have to record the intro later. Damn it. Um, that was me doing an internal production meeting. No talking about pod- no no talking about podcasts today on the weekend show, guys. That's a rule now. <laughs> but I was I was I was recording the outro, and this cow was just staring at me. And as I was moving, it was following me, and then some cows tried to mount each other, and that that's my cow story. So what you're saying is that a cow saw you and then got horny? Yes. Oh my god, cows are attracted to me. It must be your beaver hair. <laughs> hey. I've actually been testing you recently or I was seeing how many hair flips I could get away with on the podcast before you bring it up <laughs> and you finally brought it up. <laughs> yeah, you incepted me, perhaps. But would you look at that? The internet well has run dry for another week. I am sure we will hit a fresh pop culture spring in time for next week. You know what really, on a side note, you know what's really hard in the podcast every week? I try to come up with different puns for like outros of, of segments and like it's re- like it's gotten to the point where I'm just like I'm pretty sure I've used this one before so I actually am pretty sure I've used this one before but it's too hard damn it. It's been enough episodes since that no one remembers. If you really love any of our recommendations uh, be sure to share your thoughts or post your own business cards if you get some made <laughs> by sending us a message on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash TWSKK or on Twitter at TWSKK. Time now for another break before our Disney duet. Stick around. You're listening to the Weekend Show Podcast with Ken Kidney. Follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash TWSKK, Twitter at TWSKK, or search for TWSKK on YouTube. Welcome back to the Weekend Show. Disney are famous for films, but... Almost more so, they're famous for songs within those films. There is hundreds, I think hundreds. I think someone ranked them recently, and I think there's 147 songs, original songs in Disney films. That's way more than I thought. Yeah, and that's just Disney. But we figured we'd do that ourselves, somewhat. We would rank our top 10 Disney songs, but we're not limiting to just Disney. It's Disney or Pixar. I originally wanted to limit it to just Disney, but then Ken included Pixar songs, so I'm like, fine, Pixar is in, even though I don't have a Pixar song, but still. The twist here is, and the reason I call it a Disney duet is, we're not just going to give you one list, because that's just, like, you know, basic podcast stuff that all the podcasts and YouTube channels do. We're going to give you two lists for yeah. the price of one. So we're each going to give you our top ten lists. With the competing top ten. Pick, so We might do a poll on who's is better. I was going to mention that. We're going to do a poll on Twitter uh at twskk to see which disney list is better but uh we will also put a an option to say neither just yes. just just because we're fair yeah we are we it'll be a perfectly balanced poll simple rule one rule has to be a an original song for a disney or pixar film so it couldn't be like i'm sure disney have used other songs in their films can't be that can't be that no because we're we're purists yep all right so, so what we're going to do is we're not going to do like my list and then Gar's list. We're gonna do our. our t- we're gonna do it simultaneously. Simultaneously, as if that wasn't exciting enough. Yep. Okay. Can number ten. Go ahead. One jump ahead from Aladdin. Nice. And this is this is my only Aladdin pick for, on this list. And you might think like uh, some genie songs or a whole new world, and they are good songs. But one jump ahead. It's a fun song. I'm 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 into kind of like musical style songs. Yeah. You know, songs that you might actually hear on stage. That kind of cadence. That's the kind of stuff I like. And that's why Aladdin has lent itself so well to a Broadway musical. Because yeah. that's basically is written that way. That's basically what it is. Yeah. On, on, in an animated format. But uh, I uh, I have an Aladdin song coming up later in my countdown. And I really struggle with this. Because I'm like, can I put two in from the same movie? Technically I can, but I didn't want to. So uh, I wanted to put one step ahead. But I decided not to. That sound, in case you caught that on the podcast, is my tablet. Which I'm viewing the... I'm viewing the script on saying that it's dying. So uh, we better better mosey on with our list. So, uh, why did you pick that, Gar? I just said it. Damn it. Number nine, what's your 10, Ken? My 10 is Life is a Highway by Rascal Flats from you Cars. See, you see, I haven't, I didn't hear of this until you played it earlier and I was like bopping along to yeah. it. <laughs> Gar will be playing that song literally all night now. I will. Uh, it's just like a kind of a, a country song uh, with a bit of a, a Disney flair. And if you listen to it, in fact, I'll stop now. Hold on a second. 
Did you listen to it? If you didn't, you, you're wrong. Exactly. So you will be literally ignoring my words right now and just singing that along to yourself. It's a great song uh, from uh, from a good film, which they are going to ruin by doing too many sequels. Cars. Cars is a good film. Anyone who doesn't like Cars is dumb. Because people, people are always like, oh, Pixar make great films, except Cars. That was before, like, Brave and other bad Pixar films. Well, not bad, but mediocre Pixar films came out. Cars is good. Don't don't be mean to Cars. It has Michael Keaton in it. He's Batman. He is Batman. So that's your number 10. And Birdman. He is Birdman. And he's going to be playing a Spider-Man villain, apparently. Who knows? Look at number nine. Under the Sea from The Little Mermaid. See, do you remember the time we watched The Little Mermaid? And, yeah. And it's just like... If it wasn't for the songs, this this movie would be terrible. Mermaid is a bad film with very good songs. Exactly. It's a very unmemorable film to the point where like I don't really like watching it, but I like the songs. Because like if I were to do a, a 20 list, somewhere in 10 to 20, I think Part of Your World would make it in. Duh. It's a good song. What was, um, what's her name's song? Uh, Poor Unfortunate Souls. Yeah, Poor Unfortunate Souls, Ursula. Great song as well. Probably make a top 10 villain song. Yeah. But my pick, Under the Sea. Just like a, a perennial Disney classic. Plus you get to musically perform it in Kingdom Hearts. And that's great fun too. Ooh. Yeah. I'm going to check that out. What's your nine? You're not going to play Kingdom Hearts. Don't lie to me. My nine. Is, I'm not. <laughs> My nine is another uh, Pixar movie. Yeah. So it's uh, Down to Earth by Peter Gabriel from Wally. Ooh, interesting. Do you have any other Pixar? No. Oh, you didn't pick You've Got a Friend of Me. I didn't. Hmm. I, uh, if, if I included Pixar, that would have probably made this list. For me, like, it's a very short song. It's, it's like, not one I want to... Like, I like listening to it when I'm watching the film, but it's not one I want to listen to. No, yeah, like, so that, that's your in, cr- in your criteria for this. Yeah. Is this one you want to listen to outside of the film rather yeah. it, than it, how it, effective it was within the it, film itself? Exactly. It's effective, like, it's, uh, it's effective in the film, no doubt. But, like, for me, like, uh, like a good Disney song for me is one that kind of uh, uh, stands up as a song of its own. Mm-hmm. So, uh, don't turn from Wally. Um, there was a rumor that he was nominated. Uh, Peter Gabriel was nominated for the Oscar for this song. Robbed, by the way. Jai Ho won. What a lot of bullshit. Jai Ho from Slumdog Millionaire. But apparently, he was like going to win it, but he refused to perform at the Oscars because they wouldn't let him sing the whole song because you know his artistic integrity. Apparently, so they they totally snubbed him. Who's John Legend did, didn't he? Yeah, John Legend sang it instead of him. Yeah, but like, it's like it's, it's sung it. I don't know. It, it completely sums up the whole feel and emotion of the film and uh if you watch the end of wally and that music plays at, at the end like if you're not welling up it's 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 because you're uh, dead inside yeah number eight ken i have said in the past that if angela Lansbury sa- sang beauty and the beast to me while i was dying i'd be okay with dying really yeah i'd be okay it's like if she was there you know lulling me off toward death singing kayla's old as time i'd be like I'm okay with this. There are worse ways you could go. So Beauty and the Beast is at eight. Yeah. Uh, Beauty and the Beast hasn't made my list. Oh. It's, uh, again, like it's a great song, but I, I, I wouldn't listen to it in my everyday life. You hate Angela Lansbury. By the I way. She lives in Cork. Angela, does she? Yeah. She lives in Bandon or something. I'm going to try and get her to sing it to me. <laughs> she has a castle somewhere. I can't remember where. But She's yeah, super old. Make sure. Definitely the Angela Lansbury version rather than the soundtrack version. Boo. Who did it? I think it's Celine Dion. Celine Dion, yeah. Nah. Boo. Eight ten. Uh, my number eight is Eye to Eye from a Goofy movie. I don't know it. It's another one. I'll play it for you later. It's it's it's, it's kind of a catchy R and B slash pop song, hmm. uh, and it's actually built into the narrative of the movie, which I like as well. Yeah. Uh, it's uh it's it's just so super catchy. Who sings it? Ah, oh, I can't remember. Some nobody guy who's not nobody now. Fair enough. <laughs> Do you know, like one of those '90s pop singers who maybe was a thing then, but is like completely not a thing now. Yeah, my seven again is a song from Frozen. I'm. Uh, do you have a Frozen song on there? I don't. Guess which? Um, do you want to build a snowman? It's not do you want to build a snowman? It's not let it go. It's for the first time in forever. Uh, that's true. That, that has like that has such good reprise. That's why I like that. Song. Yeah, and, and uh, especially if you get the, the, like I think there's like a version on YouTube that has the reprise as well. Yeah. But like the for the first time ever is it's it's trademark Disney princess longing song. It's like yeah. I'm a princess, but I'm not happy with it. Yeah. But it's like I like it. It's rousing. It is. It's really it. rousing, and it, and it, whoever sings it does. Kristen Bell sing it. Uh, she does. Does she actually sing it? Yeah, yeah. she gives it socks. She nails it. 
Because Dis- Disney tends to be, or at least 90s Disney in particular, tended to have a different uh, singing voice and acting voice. Yeah. Kind of like, more like the sound of music really, isn't it? Yeah. The, the 90s stuff. But yeah, for the first time in forever, from Frozen. Seven Ken. Number seven for me is Two Worlds by Phil Collins from Tarzan. Ooh. Um, enough said there. It's Phil yeah, Collins. It's stuff. Phil Collins. It's all you need. It's that on my fil- list. That film is pretty good. It's actually one of my favorites because I think it's it's like it's one of the few films to make Tarzan entertaining. Yeah. But um, that is elevated like a thousand percent by Phil Collins' music. By a great Phil Collins soundtrack. Yeah. There's a bunch of other songs like Son of Man. Yeah. Great song. It's a soundtrack you'd listen to in like again my criteria you'd listen to without watching the film. It's just they're just good songs. Mm. So. Mm. It's great, and I love you, Phil. And apparently, he's doing a comeback tour, and I will. Do I will whatever be there. It takes. I will be there if he does Tarzan songs too. I'll be like, yeah. I'll do whatever it takes to be there. Studio. Uh, Number six, guy. There's. I only have one Lion King song again, and it's tough to pick a Lion King song because like Akuna Matata is tremendous. You know, um, King song. What's the name of the King song? King song. Uh, I just can't wait. To I be can't king. wait to be king. I was like. I want to be because I want to be you got into my head for some reason. It's like, I want to be king is the name of that song. It's a great song. But I went with Ken, Circle of Life. <laughs> making up words, making up, making up words. No, that's really weird words. I actually looked up the actual words recently and I'm like, that's, not, that's nothing like I thought it was. <laughs> that's not how it sounds at all. But yeah, classic opens the Lion King, Simba over Pride Rock, Circle of Life. It's just, yeah. Like the that visual when it when 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 the it's, it's kind of silent at the start, but then the sun rises and it hits. It's just like yep. stirring. Oddly enough, I didn't have any Lion King songs in my. Can you feel the love tonight? That could have made this list. Yeah, I don't have any Lion King songs in my list. Not because I don't like them, but I just think they're they're perfect where they are in the film. But they're not. They're not. By the way, Tarzan, you'll be in my heart. Great song. Is it on your list? It's not on my list. Gar, then it's not worth talking about. Mention honorable mentions, Ken. As it's we supposed go. to be at the end, Gar. Yeah, but we're doing them as we go. Fine. Six. Six for me is uh, Phil Collins, Gar. He's, he's in here twice. Yeah. It's uh, it's On My Way uh, from Brother Bear. You've now named my next two picks. <laughs> Brother Bear is an underrated song. Yeah. Uh, film or song? Uh, film even, yeah. Sorry. With it's, great music. It kind of follows the kind of prototype of Disney films, but it's got a lot of heart. The animation is nice. It's got a good voice cast. And it's got the music of Phil Collins. Yes, again, again Phil Collins' music elevates, it elevates everything. There's not so many hits in this film. Like, there's quite a few hits from from Tarzan in terms of Phil Collins' songs. There's maybe two songs in this film that I like, and this is like one of them. It's, it's a really great. So song. good. It's so, so catchy. And it is one of the rare versions where the soundtrack version or the the soundtrack version is better than the film version. Yeah. Because the soundtrack, the film version, isn't sang by Phil Collins, so of course it's better. Actually, it does. It is by Phil. But the, the, but there's interlude. It starts off yeah. interludes from the characters. I'm gonna name my four and five because you already named them, Ken. My five is Two Worlds from Tarzan, and my four is On My Way from Brother Bear. Okay. You stole my pick. We did. I made sure I didn't put my picks in our our Google Doc. So that we made these lists independent of one another. We did not influence each other in any way. And you picked two of mine anyway. We're legit. So what's your four and f- um, your five and four, Ken? Uh, in at number five for me is Why Should I Worry by Billy Joel from Oliver and Company. Oh, yeah. Not mm-hmm. not a memorable film. It's like, it's 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 furry. It's furry, Oliver. That's basically it. <laughs> <laughs> but Catering to a very specific market. <laughs> uh, Billy Joel is in this film as a streetwise dog uh, version of Fagin. And he does a song called Why Should I Care, which is like, why should I care? Yeah, it's a good song. Uh, it's like, it's classic 80s pop, but it's like so good. And like, probably the best thing about this film, like, I pro- I probably watch this film just to wait for the song. Or I'll just look at the song on YouTube, <laughs> like a normal person. But yeah. it's it's a great song. And at number four, Out There from The Hunchback of Notre Dame. No. You don't remember it? It's, no. It's it's like one of those like it's like basically the male version of a Disney princess longing song. Fair enough. Because <laughs> uh, Quasimodo is uh, is you know uh, uh, all all trapped in the bell tower, and he wants to to live among the people, and he, he talks about how lucky they are, and they take it for granted. That's basically the song. Yay! <laughs> but like uh, in terms of music, it's like it's by Menken again. Duh. Duh. Uh, but like it's a very musical song, as in like I'm surprised they actually haven't tried to make a Disney version of Notre Dame as a musical because it's literally made for it it's, it's, it's a music it's a musical like like that's the great thing about like Disney have a whole other spin-off industry just from these 
uh, movies because first of all they're making it, making them into live action films because they can't buy a, a hit with the with the original stuff, and like they can they can license musical rights because literally there's nothing you need to do they they just go straight into the musical genre you know, so that's um out there uh if you want to listen to it it's on Spotify and I highly recommend it because it'll make you. Make you cheer up. And this is like, a Netflix game. You're not recommending anything. I recommend it. You're definitively ranking. We're rec- we're definitely ranking, but we're also obviously endorsing them, Gary. Three, Ken, mine, is is one where it's very rare where I can't pick between the soundtrack and the film version. Yeah. And this is one of them. Go the distance from Hercules. Hercules, another film with a load of great songs. It's hard to choose. Zero to Hero is a great song. Yeah. Uh, the Gospel Truth, great song. Yep. Uh, oh, w- one last chance, brilliant! By with with uh, Danny DeVito as Phil, uh, tough one again. A film, but lots of great songs. But go the distance. Particularly, I I do like uh, especially because the um film version is very kind of musically, and I like that. Yeah. But then the other one is just Michael Bolton belting, yeah. and I also like that. So I love a bit of Bolton here on the weekend show. Take your pick. Go the distance, Hercules. My number three, Gar. Is it has to make this list? I'm betting it's on your list. It's make a man out of you from Mulan. No comment. <laughs> no comment. But like, uh, it's just like when a song. It's sung by Donny Osmond, who yeah. is playing a Chinese man. So like, it's like the whitest man that you'll ever meet. Love a bit of Asian whitewashing well, in Hollywood. Like, Let's get down to business to, to defeat, defeat the Huns. It's so good. It's so good. And like, there's a bit where it kind of kind of goes into a bit of a lull and then it goes back up again. It's like, time is racing toward us till the Huns arrive. And it's again, a history lesson in, a, in this song. <laughs> exactly. And it's it's one of those musical songs, Ken. Yeah. You can see that on stage. Yeah, totally. Like, I'm, I'm just going to try and... Like, all these, I'm going to make money out of just asking Disney can I stage them as musicals. But that's my, uh, that's my number three. My number two is from what, well, if you probably pushed me, would be my favorite Disney animated film. From Lilo and Stitch, Hawaiian Roller Coaster Ride. Oh, I really like that one. It is a really, I remember, I was sitting on the floor in my bedroom one day. And I was just, you know, I, I just hit shuffle on every song on my iPod. Yeah. And I just kept on, you know, hitting next and next. And then that song came on. And I don't remember the last time. I don't even remember putting this song on my iPod. Yeah. But it's just like, my God, this is amazing. It's actually one of those songs that just makes you happy. It does. It's it's super joyful, and there it's another song with like words in Hawaiian that you probably dreadfully misinterpret. Yeah, and it's so joyful and upbeat and fun. I love it, and that film is amazing. So, so it's underrated because it's kind of coming towards the end of Disney's kind of run of of ma- monster hits. Um, it's not made by the the main studio as well. It's made 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 by their Tune Studio, but yeah. a fantastic film, uh, memorable characters again, and. Yeah, I, I I do agree. And like you might, it might kind of get lost in the shuffle of the film with all the Elvis songs and stuff. This is better than any Elvis song in the film. Yeah, the hot the, take. The kind of, that nice, that kind of nice Hawaiian influence as well. Yep, your two. My two is "Friend Like Me" from Aladdin. Ooh, that's your Aladdin pick. Yeah, um, it, was a tough, it was a tough one because like "One Jump Ahead" is actually a really, really, really good song. It's like incredibly good. Yep, but "Friend Like Me" like. Possibly because it's Robin Williams and maybe I'm a bit nostalgic for him, you know, because, you know, he's passed away 92 years ago now, which is crazy. It's been that long. But uh, uh, I think maybe like this is the one exception where this song is it is fun to listen to outside of the movie, but it's actually it's, it's the visuals actually, you know, make it as well. Yeah. But uh, it's just like uh, it's one of those eminently quotable songs as well. Like, you know, it's one of those ones you can just kind of like find it. If you watch Aladdin the next day, you'll be quoting it all day like. But uh, it is uh, this. It's my Aladdin song. So there you go. You stole my one. Okay. Sorry. Make, a, make a man out of you. Why did you put it on your list, Ken? Because because uh, I love it. Because it's amazing. That's <laughs> that's the reason. It's so good. It's like there. It, it, it's it it's makes, like it makes a few, makes if it makes you feel better. You stole my one as well. Did I? My one is as Go to Distance by Michael Bolton. Oh, th- there you go. I it, made a distinction. though. I chose the both. You version. picked the both version. I do like the soundtrack version though. Yeah. But make a man out of you. It's it's like you're fighting. While yeah. singing, it's amazing. I've actually sung this song to myself, like like dancing around my bedroom while punching the yeah, air. You like punch things and you fist pump, and you're like, "Yeah, this is amazing! It's so good." And go to this and just like, I'm, I'm someday. So you had make a man of you at three. Yes, I also had to go the distance at three. So your three was my one, and my three was your one. So we had some kind of symbiosis here. Is that a word? 
Probably. Yeah, probably. You get what he means. Yeah, but that there that's our list. Do you want to run down your list real quick again, Gar? Yeah, uh, from 10 down. One Jump Ahead, Under the Sea, Beauty and the Beast, For the First Time in Forever, Circle of Life, Two Worlds, On My Way, Go the Distance, Hawaiian Roller Coaster Ride, and Make a Man Out of You. And once again, from 10 to 1 for uh, your good buddy Ken, Life is a Highway from Cars, Down, uh, down to Earth from Wally. My, my screen is disappearing here, my apologies. Two Worlds, uh, or sorry, Eye to Eye, oh, my list, I just messed up here, sorry. Eye to Eye from a Goofy movie, Two Worlds uh, from Tarzan, On My Way from Brother Bear, Why Should I Worry by by Billy Joel from Oliver and Company, Out There from A Hunchback in Notre Dame, Make a Man Out of You from Mulan, Friends like Friend Like Me from Aladdin, and Go to Distance by Michael Bolton from Hercules. So, my list is better, clearly. Uh, my, Gar, Gar, you push Make a Man Out of You first, Gar, that's clearly... Just like it's an amazing agree, decision. It's agree, an egregious oversight. But um, actually, I will say an oversight. I had no tangled on this list. Yes. I only thought about it after I made the list. It's like I thought about it. I might. Well, would tangled make it on the bottom? Would I bump? Tangled probably still wouldn't make it on the list. Yeah. But tangled does great music too. Yeah. So I, I will give you. Okay, Gar. Okay, I will give you three honorable mentions. Go. Oh no, I don't want to pick. Don't make me pick. I don't want the honorable mentions, Ken. We're moving on. <laughs> I'll take uh uh at last I see the light from Tangled. Yeah, great song. Uh, what else did I want to mention? Uh, part of your world. No. Under the sea. No. Um. Oh, uh, he lives in you from The Lion King too. Oh, yes, yes, yes. And that's, that's from the, the second one, and they've yeah. actually they they use that in the play, don't they? They put it into the musical, yeah. Because it's so good. It's too good for that mediocre second film. And this is this is a bit of a cheat because it's actually a score rather than a song. It's uh, the King of Pride Rock from The Lion King. Oh, the, the it's this it's land. Like, it's or no, this land is different. It's like the bit at the end, you know, where he ascends to the throne. It's oh, the, the that one. No, it's like that's a different one again. <laughs> Yeah. And then it gets to the crescendo and it's like that, That's the this land bit, yeah. Oh my god. Um, oh, oh. <laughs> Ken's crying. I'm welling Ken's up crying. I'm welling up right now. But uh what are your favorite Disney songs? Give us your own top ten lists on Twitter at TWSKK or on Facebook at Facebook.com forward slash TWSKK. We will be right back to wrap things up with details on next week's episode and our first ever competition. Yeah. So stay tuned. You're listening to the Weekend Show Podcast with Ken Kidney. Download a new episode every Saturday at soundcloud.com slash TWSKK or find us on iTunes. Okay, princesses, that's our show for another week. Thank you, as always, for taking the time to click play or download on our humble podcast. You can usually find a new episode every Saturday at soundcloud.com forward slash TWSKK. And now it's the home of a brand new show. You happy now, Gar? Podcast today. Podcast today with our very own Gar. I'm happy, I'm happy with tomorrow's episode or today's episode, technically, when you listen to this. Yeah. What's it about, you ask? Who cares? Uh, no, actually, give it a listen. Gar, Gar's doing a great job. And he's, he has some great guests, even Rob. Are you happy now, Rob? You're, you're doing a good job. <laughs> he says through gritted teeth. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure to bookmark the link or subscribe on iTunes so you never miss any episodes of any podcast on the TWS network. We have a network now. It's a real thing. I, I, I am president of the network. Speaking of which, if you love the show and need uh, the whole internet to know, if, if you want to shout it from the rooftops, you can review us on iTunes. It really is the best way to, to, to spread the word and help us out. Make sure to mention Podcast Today in particular in your review. Boo. You can relive snippets of our best bits on YouTube. And we actually... That's actually it. a thing this week. We actually mean it when we say it now because we actually did it this week. But, the whole uh, Civil War reviews on YouTube. Got, Ten people watched it. If you're interested on our what we think about uh, Civil War, just search TWSKK on YouTube. And you can also find us on Facebook and Twitter, as we've mentioned many times throughout the show. But if you've forgotten, facebook.com forward slash TWSKK. And where can they find us on Twitter, Gary? At TWSKK. And now is the moment that you've all been waiting for. Gara has details on our first ever weekend show competition. Take it away, brother. Yeah, I bought a humble bundle, which included affordable space adventures on the Wii U. So I was like, I don't need this. So we're going to give it away on the weekend show. So go to the weekend show's Twitter. Uh, the, there should be a tweet that says retweet the, the, the tweet quoted below, and you'll be entered to win a European copy of affordable space adventures on Wii U. Uh, vital European it's, it's it's region locked so if you're from the US you're not eligible sorry but uh, someday we'll do a competition for just you yeah 
Okay. Is that okay for you? So oh, that's it. Uh, the tweet should be up tomorrow. Just give you a bit of time. Just uh, as, as the show goes up, the tweet will go with it, I hope. Yeah, so that's... If me and Ken are synergistic in our timing. And we're organized enough, which is probably... Highly unlikely. Highly unlikely. Next week, uh, we, we have a, a special show marking our 40th episode with the return of Back to the Past and uh, debut of a new segment called Weekend Heroes. What's that about? You'll find out ne- next week. It's, it's bound to be an excellent episode as always, so do join us. Uh, we were brought to you this week by our sponsor, the Walt Disney Corporation. They own everything you love, and we are no exception. Our theme music, as always, is by the very talented Mr. John. And until next time, say goodbye, girl. Bye-bye. Take it easy, everybody. Bye-bye.